0: Welcome to the globaltqm.com podcast, where we teach e commerce business owners how to source the best products from China, negotiate with Chinese manufacturers, navigate Chinese business culture, and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. David Hoffman is the founder and CEO of GlobalTQM.com, your team on the ground in China. With over 25 years of experience doing business in China, David and his team at GlobalTQM.com have the know-how and experience to overcome any challenge you'll face sourcing and manufacturing in China.
1: Robert, um, thanks so much for joining me on this um, call. I really appreciate it. Thank Cool. So, so Robert, you, I mean, you're in South Africa, you've got a lighting business called Streamlight. Um, I know you've been in the lighting business for 20, 30 years, and I really love your story because you've been selling, um, and I'm giving some background for those who don't know you, you've been selling um, lighting for 20, 30 years, and mostly European brands, and your kind of story of coming to source from China kind of started from a tragedy, and I really I'd love for you to share that story with everybody and give them a bit of background and how you started getting to China products and what happened.
2: Okay, so Dave, so basically, we were the South African agents for a brand from Spain called Let's C4. We, in fact, opened up a store under the name of Let's C4 South Africa and we ran it pretty successfully for close to 10 years. After all the hard work was done, they decided. Thank you very much. And we decided, they decided to come into the country, which really left us hanging there with a very big part of our business now suddenly taken away from us. So that's when we decided we need to get off our backs, basically, and look at some other options of getting some new lighting ranges in. And you must understand that for many, many years, we've represented the top European brands. So our knowledge in the European brand lighting was very high. We attend all the overseas shows, Milan, Frankfurt, Maison in Paris, obviously the Hong Kong show. So we had a very good understanding of what people liked. And obviously, so I think around about uh, the beginning of December 2017, when we were introduced to you, yeah. and we had this idea of forming up our own brand, okay, and uh, being absolute novices in it, um, we needed some guidance, and thankfully, uh, Josh Peck introduced us to you, and we had a sit-down meeting, and that's how we basically started our venture into China,
0: which <laughs>
2: the meeting. I remember the meeting well and
1: the few warnings I gave you.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Needless to say, we were totally green. I mean, I'd been to China before, but I'd never really sourced directly myself. So, as you can imagine, our first trip was a couple of days after meeting you, and there we landed in the lighting capital of China. (laughs) My partners and myself, and one of the guys from your company as well, Uh, came with us and Wow, what an eye-opener. So then we arrived at a place called Guzon Town which is part of the just outside Zongshan and we drive into this town and I was amazed. I couldn't believe my eyes. Wherever I looked, every direction, it was just lighting stores. It was like being a little kid in a candy store. I didn't know where to go first. So now, being green ones, we thought, well, this is it. This is how you do business in China. We get out of the car and we're walking up and down. And honestly, I mean, it's just literally thousands of lighting stores. We didn't yeah. even know where to. Go. We didn't even know where to go first. And we started walking, and we got an understanding of what we were looking for. And we and we started to understand pretty quickly the pros and cons of being in China. Yeah, exactly. And not. Being what's around the corner. Anyway, yeah. I think it was about the second or third day, I don't know how we found it, I still to this day don't remember, but suddenly someone said to us, hold on a second, you need to go to these big shopping centers, right. there's a place Star Lights, that's where all the big brands are. Right. Okay, the next morning we rock up to this beautiful 15-story shopping center, and we were absolutely blown away. I've never seen so many beautiful lighting showrooms in my life. Yeah. Each one was almost better than the next. So yeah. now you've got these young people, these South African guys, now yeah. we were running mock boy. We didn't know where to go. I think after the first two hours, I said to the guys, you know what, guys, This is actually a bit too much. Let's just sit down and let's just try and focus on what we want and how we're going to do it. Because can you imagine? You're like thrown into the deep end there. Anyway, so, yeah, we spent... Hard best I would say, right? (laughs) Yeah. We spent the whole day at the shopping, at the centre, going from one store to the other. And you learn quickly. You learn which of the guys that... Well, first of all, we know that, you know, one or two of the stores just weren't our type of lighting. So yes. you started, like, bypassing those and going to the guys that you liked. Yeah. And, and they that's basically how we started, you know, got going on it. And yes. one thing to the other. And, uh, yeah, we started making one or two connections over there. We started understanding the process. Yes. Uh, biggest thing you've got to understand is straight away when you're dealing in China, the first thing the guys want to know is what are the minimum order quantities.
1: because exactly
2: you, you mean. Start, you starting with a new brand, you can't afford to bring in a container. Of each. That, was that a big change for you, Rob? Because, you, I mean, you're, in your business with
1: the brand branded stuff, you were used to being able to buy smaller quantities, right? And now you have well, to kind of move it to bigger quantities.
2: Yeah, correct. I mean, our European uh, brands that we bring in, we would bring in per per customer's quote so yeah. like on a job if a guy wanted one we would bring in one yeah we couldn't afford to keep stock of anything yeah because you know it's it's very scary especially on the european side how expensive this stuff is you bring it in and you can sit with a product for for a year before someone comes to buy it
1: yeah yeah and robert i mean now i mean now i mean it's it's a year a year and a half down the line and you've got a couple of key suppliers, a couple of key factories. I mean, I know you're visiting them all the time. I see you all the time. Um, I mean, how, how did, what did you expect the China sourcing was going to be like compared to what it actually is? I mean, did you have kind of an expectation and then like a kind of a realization? Were they very different?
2: Well, I think the most important thing is you've got to understand that I think you put it so well the other day when we met You've got to do your homework yeah Uh, at the moment we must probably be dealing with about 12 different factories which in itself is great but it also becomes a bit of a problem yeah you split yourself thin and ideally the best thing would be is to try and narrow down the amount of factories that you're working with and I think that only comes with time and experience you've got it you've got to go through all the hassles and everything and I think Working with
1: them, you don't know how to filter them down. So, yeah, that's what I always say. The homework is everything because at the end of it, you come out smarter and wiser, and, and there's just no substitute for that experience.
2: Correct. And, and and this is it. And, you know, it's time on, on your feet and going and visiting. And it yeah. doesn't mean that you go to a lighting showroom in star lines that is beautiful and everything, that that is the correct factory for you. Very so. Generally, what I like to do, for me, the important thing is, is to actually go to the factory yes. and see. Because nine out of ten times, we're looking for something that's a little bit different. We're not yes. looking for run-of-the-mill stuff. So Correct. when we go to the factories, we find lying on the floor pieces of glass or steel and everything. And we try and become a little bit more unique by trying to design our own lighting as well. Yeah, Changes and differences make a whole new product. 100%. So, you know, we'll find something that we like. We'll go to the factory. We'll sit down with the guys. We tell them we want four meters of cable. We don't want this in black. We want it in brass or whatever it is. We want the lamp holder to be different. We want, you know, bits and pieces. So we almost try and, and fine-tune it to our own likes and dislikes, using yeah. our knowledge from the European brands.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, do yeah. you think this whole, like, launch of your own brand and your own range in China um, has been successful? I mean, how do you view it? What, I mean, was it a blessing in disguise?
2: You know, yeah, it was. Definitely, without a doubt, it was a blessing. I wish I would have done this 10 years ago. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, it's a long process. It's a very difficult process. I'm not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. You've yeah. probably put in hard work, um, but definitely, I think that we're forming a brand that is unique, that people love, because it's a little bit different. I mean, the brand name is called I, Lighting. I was
1: just going to say, I'm going to beep that out, because I don't want you to repeat the brand name yet, because okay. I know we're in the process of trademarking it, et cetera, et yeah. cetera. Yeah. So, so, for everyone, I'm going to beep it out, because I think we're going to keep that low profile for now, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Con- so, yeah, so it's taking time. People are very excited about it. I think that it's got legs, definitely. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. I'm now looking at expanding and looking at the rest of Africa, uh, looking at other ideas, where to bring up brand into. But it's exciting because you know it's your own, and you, you're you not beholden to anyone else but yourself.
1: Correct. And, and it's your hard work that creates it and makes Correct. it happen. And I mean, and I, mean, I, mean I, I always say to people, and I'd love to hear your view on it, is that there's just certain things you can't outsource and there's some things you can, but it's, it's, it's very much a collaborative process to build a brand and a range. I mean, would you not agree with that?
2: Absolutely, 100%. And uh, yeah, I mean, you've got to go there and you've got to look and you've got to feel and you've got to go see and you've got to make your mistakes because please believe me, there will be mistakes made, um, and yes. the most important thing for me is to make sure that if you choose something before you order it, is to get a sample made up. And Absolutely. then you get sample and you check it out, and nine out of ten times, there's something wrong with the sample. And Perfect. it's up and down and up and down until you feel that that is good enough for you.
1: Correct, and and Robert, I mean, what's what 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 what's the next step for you here? I mean, I, I, and I don't mind sharing t- with people that you know we've we've even started discussions with looking at expanding it as an international range into other markets because you've done such a good job on that product development, um, you know, and 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 you know, I think just once you start something, it can expand into anything. I mean, what do you see the future as? Well,
2: you know, the South African market the brand beautifully and well is to expand into other countries definitely um and yeah that's definitely now my focus is to look at that and just to see but you know as as with anything by starting up a brand and trying to do it yourself is not easy it takes up a lot of effort and money and the money part of it is is a huge aspect of it yes all this money into bra- into building a brand, it's trademarks, it's having them tested by laboratories, it's all the marketing material, it's bringing in samples, it's bringing in containers of lighting that you just hope is going to move. So exactly. you're putting all this money into something all the time and it's going to take time obviously for it to start, you know.
1: Exactly. And I think what's interesting, as you were saying to the other day, you know, some of the lines weren't selling and then they just suddenly started selling and sold out. And it's just hard to predict what those patterns are going to be, especially with designer products. It's incredible.
2: Yeah. Dave, you know, so we've in this last just under two year or well, year and a half, we've managed to put together a catalogue of about, well, the catalogue is nearly 100 pages, about 88 or 89 pages, but we've got about 30 products in that there. Some in different sizes, you know, same range and what have you. And, yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is you, you bring in stock, you sit with it, and it doesn't move. And That's it can correct. take three, four months, and then suddenly in a week you sell 50 of them. So it's very difficult to predict how to go yeah.
0: forward.
2: <laughs> One thing I must say, Thank yeah. God. Up until now, there's been really none of our ranges have not moved. Some yeah. quicker than us. Yes. But, but I think that the more we're out there and the more we wholesale to other lighting companies and get the brand out there, I think there's, there's legs on everything. That's no, my feeling.
1: I, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Robert, thanks for sharing that all. I mean, I'm I'm hoping that guys listening to this, to get some value and some insight out of it because everybody kind of starts their own journey in their own way. What I really love about the whole story is that like you were like out of a disaster you were forced to come to China and I remember the first day we met and I, we had that whole long conversation about what lays ahead and I've yeah. been looking at, like a year and a half two years down the line it's been an incredible success story. Um, And, I I mean, it's it's a great relationship we have. We certainly enjoy it and looking at all the partnerships we're looking at now. So um, little things become big things. You know, it's it's, it's exciting.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And as I say, this is something that's given me definitely a spring in my step. I'm enjoying (laughs) it tremendously. I really am. I'm very creative on that side, and I love the the challenge of finding new stuff. It really is fantastic
1: No, you've got a great eye for it robert thanks for that and i'm going to end the recording now and we'll carry on chatting
2: Happy, thanks
1: don't forget that if you want to talk to us and actually speak to us in person we've got a link in the show notes where you can go to our calendar schedule a free session there's no cost at all for that and it's um we could talk about your situation what help you need on the ground in china and see if any of our services are a good fit for you. Um, And we just love talking to people. So please feel free to do that. No matter what stage you're at on a sourcing journey, the link is in our show notes. And you can also go to our website, globaltqm.com and just click the Schedule a Call button. Um, The more we speak to, the happier we are.
0: Thank you for listening to the globaltqm.com podcast. So you don't miss a single episode, remember to subscribe to our show on iTunes. We'd also be very grateful if you'd leave us an honest rating and review. And don't forget to download your free gift, our ebook on China sourcing for startups at globaltqm.com gift